That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper. It's time to wake up, get up, a wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey, whatever kind of rhyme you want to get into, because it is week 14. You are at the end of your fantasy regular season, or you are about to go into the playoffs. So we got a lot to go into. We got picks. We got, we're going to fatten your pockets with Ariel. Uh, we got Brian in with injuries because we got a lot to go over today. So again, get ready, wake up. It's football day. And more importantly, it's time for TSS Fantasy. <laughs> It's time for TSS Fantasy. Football players, you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. Speaking of not showering, Freddie sometimes doesn't even show up. Just kidding. He's coming here soon. He's all the way in New York. Can't bust his chops too much. Welcome in. It is week 14. Let's get these introductions started. Welcome into the studio. First, Justin Jesus Herrera. Well, you know. What, what you gonna do? It's 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 a big week here. We got playoff time. Man, I was just waiting for this guy to say it. I, you could just pass me up because I need to hear that. Yeah, in my life. Let's go, Fred. Give it to me. Give me that. Yeah. Welcome into the studio, Fred the Jester Reyes. Yeah, out here from New Jersey, going to MetLife Stadium. Uh, going to watch the Jets versus Texans. Unfortunately, we got to watch Zach Wilson at the same time. But we'll try to make the best of this. Let's go. Heard the weather is going to be pretty bad today, Fred, but I'm glad you're getting out there early and getting roasted early so you can enjoy that wet, cold weather all day long. But good luck to your Jets today. Let's get this thing started. If you are um, watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. We have the Jester Sack. Speaking of him here, we got lots of great giveaways coming up. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. And the good news is, even if you are a subscriber, we haven't forgotten about you. Leave a like, leave a comment. It all counts for you. As soon as we see that, we put it in the little Jester Sack. And we're going to pull that out on December 24th on our Wake Up christmas eve or christmas special so make sure you get those uh entries in um because we got a lot to give away um also go to tssfantasy.com look at our latest and greatest rankings on there there's uh again shop around this is a big week this week so make sure you check it out also underdog fantasy lots of great promos and lots of great parlays to play this weekend use the promo code tss we'll double that deposit up to 100 dollars Jazz Sportsbook, same deal. Use the promo code TSS. And if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, look no further than Pro Am Belts. All right. Well, like I said, we got lots of injuries to go over, and I don't have a lot of money. So let's not run the bill up for our medical professional, Brian Scott from the injury list. <laughs>
Good morning, Brian. How are we good, doing today, sir? Good morning. Good morning. I'm good. You guys? We're doing great, my friend. Awesome. It's big, busy week 14. I know it's kind of kept you busy as well. And as you, as your T-shirt says, which you can uh, check out, you can, uh, I guess, plug that in a minute. Um, limping ain't easy, as they say. All right. That's it. All right, Brian. Let us know what's up for this week. Yeah, a lot of a lot of big names on the list this week, starting with Trevor Lawrence, who uh, sounds like he's going to play. And, um, I, you know, and that's not a surprise. I mean, the guy's played every snap, uh, every game is the uh, season, uh, the last couple of years here. And um, doesn't look like this mild high ankle sprain is going to keep him out of action. He was limited in practice this weekend and he's he's expecting to play. It sounds like all reports coming out of Jacksonville is we will see him suit up. Uh, Derek Carr should be available as well. He got a full practice in on Friday and was cleared from concussion protocol. He was also dealing with a little bit of rib injuries, but it sounds like it was nothing serious. They're calling it a rib sprain, cartilage sprain. Um, Tyrod Taylor practiced in full this week and should be available for the Monday Night Football game as a backup. Sounds like they're going to activate him prior to that game on Monday, so um, Tyrod Taylor will be available. Uh, Geno Smith popped up on the injury report late in the week with some type of groin injury, I, I believe. Sounds like he's going to be a game-time decision. Um, but he rested on Friday, so I'm not sure if he was really able to test it out at all. So this doesn't sound good for uh, the Seahawks there. It looks like Geno Smith might be down for the count this week. And it could be a week-to-week thing. We'll have to see. Um, obviously, the running back position, we know there's a bunch of people out. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Jonathan Taylor... Um, and the big news, of course, Isaiah Pacheco, that kind of caught me by surprise. I thought for sure he would be available and play through the, whatever shoulder injury he's been dealing with. He's officially listed it out as out. And now there's some chatter going around that he might even end up on IR, which is shocking to me. But we'll have to see what how that plays out. They've kind of been very vague about whether or not that he's going to go on IR, but they have brought up the idea of him going on IR. So very surprising there. Um, a bunch of questionables, which... They, these guys should play, but it really might affect their performance. Kenneth Walker with this oblique got in a full practice on Friday. They're optimistic he's ready. He should be available, as is uh, Zach Charbonnet. They both got in full practices this week. I think we might see them split some time. They're both kind of not 100%, but I guess close enough that they're going to play. And then Aaron Jones dealing with this knee, this MCL injury. He did log a limited practice yesterday. They have the Monday night game, so it gives them an extra day. We'll have to see what he was able to do. Um, in the next last practice session before their Monday night game might be available. We'll have to see um, at the wide receiver position. Amari Cooper has cleared concussion protocol and um, should be playing uh, Puka Nakua dealing with the AC joint sprain should be playing. And Justin Jefferson has no longer has an injury designation. We will see him again, which is awesome. So he'll be available. Uh, Chris Olave is dealing with the flu and missed a couple of practices this weekend. He is going to be playing, but he's not going to be at 100%. That could be a significant um, decrease in performance. Playing with the flu is not easy. It's actually probably worse playing after the flu because you end up feeling pretty miserable uh, for quite a while with that. And then Dawson Knox has been activated back to the active roster, so he should make his return this weekend as well, coming off a wrist surgery. Um, Josh Palmer still out with that knee. He's entered the 21-day practice window, but has not been officially activated yet. And Christian Watson, as we predicted, he's out probably for a while. Um, Tyler Boyd's dealing with the ankle sprain, uh, got a limited practice Thursday and Friday, is expected to be available. 
And then the tight end position, we've got Taysom Hill. Everyone's questioning whether he's going to be available. He's listed as questionable. Um, missed a day or two of practice earlier in the week. Was supposed to be reevaluated prior to today's game. It's a hand and a foot issue. Um, sounds like he's going to be available. Uh, whether or not he's as productive as he has been lately, I don't know. But we'll have to see. Uh, Dalton Schultz officially out with a hamstring issue. Tyler Higby dealing with a neck stinger. He's listed as doubtful. That means in about 75% of the time, they do not play with a doubtful tag. So I don't think we're going to see him. And then Dallas Goddard has been officially taken off the injury report and should be good to go coming off surgery for a fractured forearm. So that's good news there. And then um, Darren Waller, we should see him start practicing next week. He might be able to come off uh, IR at some point next week. Well, like we said, it's week 14, and we kept you busy, that's for sure. Guys, anyone else that uh, Brian didn't bring up that uh, you would like a question on before he heads out? Well, I just got news that Taysom Hill is not going to play. Oh, okay. Okay. Breaking news here from the juice. No Taysom Hill today. For sure. Lineups accordingly. Indeed. Yeah, and Derek Carr playing a little bruised up, so oh, good there. Chris Olave yeah. with the flu. I mean, damn, Saints uh, taking a hit. Saints are definitely beat up going into this matchup. Could be good things for the Carolina Panthers. Maybe Justin was a week, week early on his lone wolf on those <laughs> Panthers. All right, Bri, uh, appreciate you coming in. Where can we follow, subscribe, get your great content? And don't forget to plug that where we can find that great shirt at, too. Yeah, so uh, at Injured List Pod on Twitter, uh, or X, whatever you want to call it, and then the InjuredList.com, where you can find my podcast episodes. Also, Inside the Medical Tent, the injury blog we do weekly with Andrew LaDuke from Fantasy Sports Corps. The t-shirts from DC4L Custom Tees. Jason's got the link. It's on my social media pages as well, so you can find it there if you want to get yourself some merch. Awesome. We'll put the link in the comments for... Anyone that's looking for that a little bit later. Bri, we appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Good luck to you and uh, stay dry today. All right, my friend. Thank you, guys. Take care. You too, my friend. Speaking of staying dry, let's check out the weather. It's time for the weather report. The weather. Oh, my bad, Bri. Forgot take you out sorry my friend looking at other shit my bad all right let's go to the uh weather and as i mentioned earlier we'll get to that in a second let's go to the dome games uh these are games that you don't have to worry about your kickers or your pass catchers panthers at saints just talking about how beat up the saints are however buccaneers at falcons vikings at the raiders broncos at the chargers and eagles at the cowboys so those are games no weather effect at all uh, when we look, however, at the rest of the slate, there are some games definitely affected by uh, by weather today. Texans at the Jets, supposed to be 58 degrees. It literally says definite, definite rain and some high wind gusts as well. Um, so that could be make things very interesting for this matchup. Might even things out actually a bit for this Jets team. So it might even play in their favor. Um, Rams at the Ravens, another game, 62 degrees, says definite rain, wind gust high, but they says right now, but sustained winds at 15 miles an hour. 
Colts at the Bengals says chance of rain here with winds 13 miles an hour. Jags at the Browns, 43 degrees, likely rain, uh, winds 10 miles an hour. Lions at the Bears, 37 degrees, uh, mostly cloudy, believe it or not, winds at 13 miles an hour. Seahawks at the 49ers, 59 degrees, partly cloudy, winds are going to be 6 mile an hour there. Bills at the Chiefs, 41 degrees. Getting a little chilly. Portly cloudy, though, so good weather there. It uh, winds only 8 miles an hour. Packers at the Giants. Um, this is for Monday night. It does say 39 degrees and clear. However, it does also say that the winds um, are sustained up to 17 miles an hour. So um, some interesting weather maybe for the Monday night um, in New York. And then Titans at America's team, the Miami Dolphins. Just like them, perfect weather, 65 degrees, mostly cloudy skies, uh, winds 14 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, you know we got to plug it, baby. You know what's up. Yeah, everybody laughing at you in my car with that America's team shit. (laughs) You can laugh all you want because the only thing laughing at y'all New York fans is that damn record. All right, let's get on with it. We got some ultimate dfs lineups to go over and i gotta scroll up to get the intro and here we go my final meeting with the gods from the heavens above as they spoke to me and hit me with the power of the ultimate warrior ah, you can feel it dude. so i i just can't even believe what i'm about to show you guys but if you believe it or not we're going to show Justin first this week because I actually beat Justin in Ultimate DMS. I can't even believe it. Um, but, of course, Justin still had a great week. Sam Howell, 20 points. Alvin Kamara hit big there. Um, I mean, we all kind of miss on Zach Moss, so no uh, no hurting there. Um, Hunter Henry, you're a week off, bro. You were one week off. You knew it was coming. You're just one week off on him. Um, Deontay Johnson, good game. Panthers kind of uh, folded up a little bit for you there as well. Um, so, yeah, look at this. Woo-wee. Russell Wilson, decent day. Um, Evan Ingram really showed out. Um, Taysom Hill, or excuse me, Tyreek Hill. I got Taysom Hill on my brain. Tyreek Hill had a great day, of course. Um, like I said, we all kind of miss on Zach Moss, so you weren't the only one, um, by the way. David D., I forgot to mention, good morning to you, my friend, and thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget, David D. will be on Wake and Rake later, and you can check him out on the True Serum uh, start and sit as well. And the one thing I just wanted to show, I got to take this out, because America's team, the number one fantasy defense since week eight, 12 big points. All righty. Just wanted to throw that in there. So, Justin, you get to go first, my friend. Talk about this week's ultimate DFS lineup with new graphics. Oh, you're on mute, by the way. I got you. Um, Okay, cool, cool. So, you know, obviously back to looking like the Chief, and hopefully I'll be doing (laughs) some Chiefly things this week. Um, I'm going to start with Josh Dobbs. I'm going to go with the pasture nod on this one. You know, the Raiders is a juicy matchup. you got Justin Jefferson back. I think that this could easily be one of the bigger steals in DFS. You know, Josh Dobbs did look really good these past couple weeks, and he's been confirmed to be the starter this week. Josh Jacobs sticking with that Minnesota game. You know, the Raiders are going to be in it, and this is going to be a a very, you know – Highly, in my opinion, highly contentious matchup between two teams that really want to be in the playoffs. So, you know, you got to get your motor started on both sides. And Josh Jacobs is the motor for the Raiders. 
Uh, David Montgomery, I've been talking about it all week long. David Montgomery went to the Lions so he could kick the Bears' butt twice a year for the next three years. And this is going to be the second time. First time he went for 100 yards and a touchdown. Would not be surprised if he at least puts those numbers back up. Then we got TJ Hawkinson. Once again, sticking with that Minnesota you know, Raider game. I love TJ Hawkinson in this one. A lot of people are like kind of off him because Justin Jefferson's coming back. If you look at the numbers, there's really only a two-point difference between Hawkinson with or without Jefferson. That's kind of a nod to how good you know Hawkinson has been on his own. He's he's a talented tight end. And with Jefferson back, I, like I said on the breakdown show, it just kind of takes away the middle because you're gonna have a safety high on Jefferson at least. So I imagine the middle of the field is gonna be wide open for Hawkinson. And that's all he really needs is, you know, a couple good catches and a touchdown. And then we're going to go to receivers, Zay Flowers. Man, Zay Flowers, he really had a game last week. Or not last week, but, you know, week 12. Um, This guy came out and freaking smoked, you know, the stat sheet. He went for a 37-yard rushing touchdown. He caught a couple passes, put another touchdown on his receiving side. Yeah, I like Zay Flowers to be that Swiss Army knife type of guy and really hammer it home and win this uh for the ravens you know mark andrews is gone somebody's got to step up i think zay flowers and then we got jacoby myers love me some jacoby myers man this i'm just sticking with this raiders vikings match if you haven't noticed this is like where i think big money is going to be made jacoby myers i think is the best option that aiden o'connell has even though Devonte adams is on the team i think that you know, Jacoby Myers is one of those guys that you just can't beat a good slot receiver and you can't, you know, beat all the receptions that he can get. So I'm going to go with him. Rishi Rice still going at that lower tier, which is crazy because he's had eight catches in the last two games. Uh, this might be the last week you get him at a lower tier because I think that, you know, he's going to be very much used in this Bills game. The Bills know how to take away Travis Kelsey. And that leaves Rishi Rice, you know, kind of like Hawkinson, like I was saying, like with a little bit less on him as far as the defense. Then Noah Brown, no Tank Dell. Last time we saw Noah Brown in a prominent role for the Texans, he was going off for 154 yards in back-to-back games. And then the Browns defense. And this is all based off the fact that I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be getting anywhere today. And I think that, you know, lack of mobility times – you know, the fact that he has to go against Miles Garrett, I think it's going to be a nightmare for the Jaguars. Um, I think they're going to wish they put in CJ beat hard to get beat hard today. Um, but yes, <laughs> that's going to be my DFS lineup right there. Chris Cunningham. Good morning to you, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. I like you. He loves Mr. the Rogers. He loves the nod to the warrior. We appreciate that. Now, don't forget to tune back in December 24th. You are now entered to win in the Jester Sack. And here I go, promo and David, and he's not showing up today. Hope you feel better, boss. Uh, get better soon. All right, let's go on to my ultimate DFS lineup. And it was like my editor gave me no effort in the Indian department. Um, let's go. We'll talk about it. It's like, hey, white boy, let me just put something on the headdress behind you. All right, let's go with the uh, ultimate DFS lineup, Dak Prescott today. I mean, listen, there's not a more exciting game on other than Bill's Chiefs, really. I mean, it's going to be fun. Philly, as you know, secondary has been atrocious this entire season. Got to like Dak. He's been hot um, for a hot minute. Um, again, dead last against QB, so a good play there. 
Joe Money Mixon. How about this one? Indianapolis 29th against fantasy running backs. Um, I, you know, Brown ate into those carries a little bit, and it didn't matter. He was still number one fantasy uh, running back last week. So um, not to say he's going to be number one this week, but I still like the matchup, and he will get you some points. I did throw in Alexander Madison. I mean, ugh, not that I'm in love with him, but the matchup is juicy. Raiders, as good as they have been, they're still um, not very good against running backs, so I like the matchup there. Going back to the Colts, you know, you were talking about the Ravens, uh, sorry, the Vikings Raiders matchup. I like the Bengals um, Colts matchup to give a little Josh Downs at Cincy. Um, they're 18th. The secondary's kind of beat up a little bit. Going to DK Metcalf against San Francisco. Not to say um, I think that uh, the Seahawks are going to win. That's just not that a testament. But again, going back to that thing, I always like to go to game script. You know, either way, the Seattle Seahawks, if it's not Geno Smith, whoever the hell is throwing the football, they're going to have to throw the football in this matchup because the 49ers are going to put up points, period. <clears throat> so I like him a lot. Um, Jake Reed, again, we're talking about the Giants um, defense. Ben kind of helps her skelter against fantasy receivers. However, they have been pretty good. So I do like them overall, um, the Giants D, but I think um, you can expect Reed to get in the end zone. How can you not like Sam Laporta? How can you not like the matchup? 22nd against fantasy tight ends. And then I put the double tight end. I'll put one in the flex. Jake Ferguson going back with the stack with Dak Prescott. And again, uh, Philly secondary. They're 22nd against fantasy QBs. And again, Packers D. I mean, I know the good story about Tommy DeVito, but it is still Tommy DeVito. It is what it is. Um, so I like the Packers D a lot. And believe it or not, we have a rookie at the ultimate DFS lineup. Greg is here. Greg, what is up? You got an ultimate DFS. Talk about your lineup. Well, you know, I just wanted to throw one in, see what I can do against you big head honchos over here. So I got Jordan Love because of the price on him, and he's been on fire lately. So just for the value, I think Jordan Love will have a big game. And I did do the stack with him and Romeo Dobbs with no Chris Watson out there. I mean, Christian Watson. And I took Alvin Kamara because who else is Derek Carr going to get the ball to? There's no Taysom Love. Olave's injured. Um, Juwan Johnson has not showed up at all this year. So eh, I'm going with Alvin Kamara with that one. And with no Pacheco and CEH, we don't know what the game plan is going to go. And the way Jerick McKinnon showed off last year at the end of the season, I think McKinnon's going to get a lot of red zone action. Um, especially in PPR. So I'm going with McKinnon. Also, Ferguson at the tight end position, I think he's going to have a huge game. He's been on fire lately. Um, DJ Moore, he got his boy Justin Fields back. So I think he's going to um, explode this weekend. And Garrett Wilson, I had to go with somebody from the Jets because we're going to have to play catch up with the Texans as the Texans are going to be Putting up some points, I think, against the Jets today. So I think Gary Wilson is going to have a huge game with his buddy Zach Wilson back. Cortland Sutton, he's been a red zone target for my boy Russell Wilson. So I think he's going to, you know, fall into the end zone this week and may have about 50 yards catching and three three or four, you know, receptions. So I think that would be a good game for him. And the Chargers D, I think they've been showing up lately. And for the value at 3,200, I think that's a good play for the Chargers. 
All right, Greg. Well, appreciate you putting a lineup in. Let's see where you score next week. That's that'll be a lot of fun. That's how I like it. I like it. All right, listen. I'm trying to get paid, right? And you know, we. I I don't know nothing about betting. I'm just. I'm all I do is my fantasy stuff. So listen. Let's get an expert in. Our girl Ariel's waiting. Let's get her in the house and get paid this week. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to fatten your stacks with Ariel. Good morning, Miss Ariel. How are you this morning? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I feel like I'm talking to uh, you at the North Pole as the nice, beautiful scene back there. I absolutely love it. Thank you. (laughs) Did a little bit of decorating (laughs) today. I have a little bit of a college basketball hangover after yesterday. I had a non-formal audition with one of the major TV networks. I can't name drop which one yet, but (laughs) the audition was with the chief of programming director and he's a big wagering person. So (laughs) he asked me about some of the main games and I gave him six plays that I really liked and four favorites that I actually would not touch with a 10 foot pole. (laughs) (laughs) As luck would have it, all six won. And the four games that I said I would not touch, they all lost. So I expected him to be happy about that, but it turned out he actually played, (laughs) he played $2,000 on a 16 parlay and he ended up getting Ninety thousand dollars. Oh my God! I'll be like, hey, thank you for my job because I know that's that's the next phone call I'm getting. <laughs> that's awesome! Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, great day. Um, but I'm here to talk about football, <laughs> so let's get into it. The books today, they're really in a value steal mode. So like props that should be minus 115 are now sitting at minus 160. <laughs> so they're not giving any value away. But I did find a few props that still have some value. So I have 10 plays for you today. Nice. That's yeah, good. let's get into it. <laughs> I want 20, I want 90 grand. Like that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just follow my plays. <laughs> with it. But you also know how I feel about parlays. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay, starting off with the Bucks versus Falcons game. I expect a very up-tempo, run-and-gun type of show from the Falcons, but they're not a big play team. So I have two plays here. Falcons cor- quarterback, Ritter, under one-and-a-half touchdowns, and Falcons tight ends. Janu Smith over one and a half receptions. Next, let's get into the Rams versus Ravens game. All right, the Ravens. They're really good at pressuring the passers. So I like Rams Stafford under 31 and a half passing attempts. It seems like a solid play. Next is the Panthers versus Seeds game. Now, the Saints will be tossing the ball all over the field today. So I like Saints, Kamara over four and a half receptions on a big passing game. Okay. It's a pretty solid, pretty solid. And then Chiefs versus Bills. 
this is another pass-oriented game. So you guys should have a field day with the Chiefs playing the Bills. The safest value play here for me is the Chiefs running back Jarek McKinnon over two and a half receptions. And now moving on to the Texans versus the Jets. We're moving into the Meadowlands. <laughs> the weather might not be as wet as expected, but the wind should still be a factor. And I believe the wind's a pretty important factor that a lot of people overlook. So today I'm looking at the Texans, CJ Stroud, to be even more cautious than ever and go under half an interception. I also expect less passing from him. So I'm going to play Texas. Texans, Nico Collins, under five and a half receptions. Mm. Now moving on to the Raiders versus Vikings, my hometown, Las Vegas. The Vikings are visiting. So I expect Raiders quarterback O'Connell to find his favorite target, Devontae Adams, for over five and a half receptions. But this is the Raiders. O'Connell. <laughs> so let's not get too ambitious and I'll stay under one and a half touchdowns for O'Connell here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good that's a good good bet. I like let's not get over ambitious on O'Connell. That's that's perfect. I yeah. love it. Super Pro, <laughs> by the way, is giving you a quick shout out. Um says he has the best plays for sports and you really know how to crunch your stuff. Shout out to Super Fro, we appreciate you, sir. <laughs> Thank you so much, Super Fro. Uh, I appreciate you stopping by. <laughs> and lastly, Colts versus Bengal game. This is a home home sort of game, so I expect Colts Zach Moss to be under 18 and a half rushing attempts. I like that a ho hum type game. Yeah, that's a ho hum <laughs> kind of ho, game. Ho hum, ho hum. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, congratulations again. I hope to see you nationally soon. Um, I and if I'm you, if he's not calling you, I'd definitely be calling him. Like, hey, buddy. Like, what's up? Um, <laughs> but congratulations again. And where can we find you? Because again, I always say it every week. You do more than football. So where can we subscribe, get all your great content and all that kind of good stuff? Oh, absolutely. I would say the best place to stay in touch with me is through my website, www.arielcalista.com. You could sign up for my free emails where I post the line movements, my analysis every single morning. I try to do a little bit of education and teaching there as well about the plays, how I make my analysis for all these games. So it's very straightforward and I also send out a free picture of me every day. So that's fun too. A little fun on the side. And also my TikTok is at Ariel Calista. I always post my plays there before the games. So make sure to check out my profile if you know there's some interesting games coming up because that's where I post the final plays that I'm putting for the day. Ariel Calista on TikTok or arielcalista.com. Sign up for my free emails because they are chock full of information. And yesterday I listed two different plays that I really liked before the game, before I had time to do a video for them for TikTok, and they both hit. So my email is great with resources, information, and it's completely free. So go check it out. 
free resources, fatten your wallets, and a free pick from Ariel. You can't beat that, so make sure you sign up today. We appreciate you. I, I brought it up last week, and I forgot to remind you. So next week, um, we're going to have a quick little side segment, and we're going to talk about some of the other products um, that you have uh, that you pedal sometimes as well. So we'll, we'll talk about that um, next week. Um, and speaking of that, homegrown prop bets are up next. So Ariel, we appreciate you and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for having me on. See you next week. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to homegrown props. Boy, we might've got a little too centered last week. I don't know, maybe not centered enough. Also, Mama always said shoes on a table are bad luck. I got those wooden fucking clogs that were up there for some reason out of there, and I grabbed some kind of Zen statue I got over there. We should be good now, because last week should have been fantastic, and yet it wasn't through pure luck. Jalen Warren, easy money, longest rush. I mean, that guy rips him off like crazy. Ramondre had 40 yards in the first quarter. We were on our way to well over 100 all-purpose yards. Did not happen. Exited the game. Shall not return. Kevin Byard never had a chance. Van Ginkle, dude. Van Ginkle in the first quarter had that son of a bitch with both arms around him. And he let him go. So we're going to let it go. You can do it! Here's what we're going to do this week. Jameson Williams, I found his receiving yards were 19 and a half, but also his rush plus receiving yards were 19 and a half. So... Why don't we give ourselves that out because they like the uh, the end arounds out there. So over 19 and a half minus 120, that's a good start. And then we got Michael Pittman. I mean, the Bengals passed defense beat up in the first place. They've just been giving up yards like crazy. Fourth most since week six. And Michael Pittman has been nothing short of a target monster. Over 85 yards plus 105. That should be easy. That gives us some money to play with. Now we're going to throw something on Dontavian Wicks. Touchdown. Plus 270. Kristen Watson out. This dude is a red zone weapon already. He's got dinner plate hands. He's He's got one of those two-car garage catch radiuses. He's already been involved in the red zone. I like him here. And then we're going to parlay some tight ends. Goddard, four receptions. Ferguson, five receptions. Plus 290 off the injury report entirely. Jalen Hurts is a different quarterback with him on the field. And Ferguson, big part of the offense. That's going to give us plus 290. And then I got to go back to Van Ginkle. He's going to get it this week. You're pissed. He's pissed. Plus 110. Van Ginkle sack. Book it. We'll see you back here next week. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen him. All righty. The Jester is back. Oh, I got to mute you, but the Jester's back. Look at him. He is tailgating, getting fired up. Look at the crew. Got the. Got, what, do you, what do you got out there? What do you got out there, Fred? Crown Apple, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm already makes my stomach turn. Eight o'clock in the morning. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Eight o'clock in the morning with those shots. Let's go. Let's do it. I love eight o'clock in the morning. We're my in God. New York City. All right. Well, let's get to it, fellas. You got to understand, being a Jets fan is hard. You got to take shots yeah. early in the morning to deal with the game. This is true. This makes actually perfect sense. All right. Well, let's get it yeah, on. It's time you. for the Sunday Breakdown. Get ready to get out. Damn. 
Freddie's coming cut. Freddie's so fired up. He's coming through the pro the the intro in there. Unbelievable. All right. Well, let's get to it. We got picks to get to, and let's talk about what this looks like from last week. Ooh, kind of, kind of our leaders kind of took a little dive just a tad bit. And look at Freddie. 10 of 3, the king of New York. <laughs> at 10 and 3 last week. Now that makes things a little more interesting right here. Check out the overall standings. Wow. Justin one away, tied with Fred. I am one back of that, so we are all not, pretty much knotted up. So this is going to be a real interesting week this week. And we all, by the way, all went Steelers, so we're starting out 0 and 1. Well, let's get to, let's get to it. Fred is there, so let's talk about it. The Texans at the Jets is my is that my internet? Oh, that was Fred's internet. That's I was like, right. oh no, was my internet going out? <laughs> the Texans at the Jets. Let's lead the series six to three. Um, last time these guys plays was was in twenty twenty one. Jets won twenty one to fourteen. Texans in this one are favored by three and a half. Over under is 33 and a half. Justin, what say you? Who do you like? Oh, man, this scares me because when the Patriots win, you know the Jets can win. Um, I'll, I'm going to go with the Texans this week, though. But, you know, it, it's it's more or less because I think the Texans got more to play for. They're going to play a little bit harder for D'Amico Ryans. And this Jets offense with fucking Zach Wilson, I mean – the Jets or the Texans took a part of Wilson last week. Three interceptions, three sacks. What do you think they're going to do to Mini Wilson, to little Zachy Poo over there? I think they're going to make his life miserable today. I'm going to go with the Texans. Poor little Zachy Poo. Oh, my goodness. Greg, who do you like? <laughs> Listen, man, the funny thing is I think Zach Wilson is actually going to be a spark for the Jets this week. I really think that they're going to rally around Zach Wilson. And I think the game is not going to be as bad as everybody thinks. Like, I was talking to my son this week, and he said, Dad, what does Zach Wilson have to play for? Let it rip. It doesn't matter at this point. Just play football. With all that being said, every time I pick the Jets, they fucking lose. So this week I went with a reverse analogy, and I picked the Texans to win and watched the Jets win this week. Oh, it'll be a good game. All right, we got a split house on this one. I actually agree with you. What? I think the Jets are going to pull this out today. I think the wow. weather kind of evens things so. out, and the defense for the Jets is entirely better than the Texans' D. Um, so for me, I'm, I think, and I agree with you, actually, I think that spark for this offense might be with Zach Wilson at, coming in today. Now, do I think they're scoring 21 points? No, I think they're scoring about nine, and that's all they oh, probably yeah. need. So there you go. <laughs> like 93 today. Jason over here. Why, why don't you say the chant, Jason? Why don't you just say it? Say it. <laughs> I know. Say it. No, over here. No, it already, it, already made me, it already made me sick putting that graphic in, so I'm good enough. I was shocked. Let's go to the Rams at the Ravens. Ravens lead the series five to three. Um, last time they played was in 2022. Rams won 20 to 19 in a close one. Ravens are favored by seven and a half. The over under is 40 and a half. Who do you like here, Greg? I like the Ravens, man. I think they're 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 setting up to be the number one seed in the AFC. I think that defense is tough. Even though the Rams have shown a little bit the past couple of weeks, I just don't see them overcoming. Lamar, Zay, 
and that's that stout um, Baltimore defense. So I'm going with the Ravens. Justin? Uh, same. I think that this is the week that the Ravens – they've been kind of like a dormant volcano. I think this is the week they blow the top off of it, and it's just not going to be close with the Rams. I think Isaiah likely gets involved, Zay Flowers. You're going to see everybody getting something in this game. So I, my route is play any Raven you got because even as a flex, I think it's going to be good. Put the hammer down. I agree. I mean, not to say the Rams have been good um, this year. And if this was in L.A., I might give them a, a little more of a chance. But um, I think with the inclement weather, um, I think it just plays in better for Lamar to be able to scramble a little bit um, and get free. So I, we all like the Ravens in this matchup. All right, let's go on to the next one, which I wish um, if I would have known what I heard just a little bit ago, I might have changed it. Fred, you back? Yeah, I got connected to some Wi-Fi out here, so we're good. Nice. All right. He's back in it. Let's go. All right, we're live. All right. Well, you missed it. I just wanted to put, put this up because you missed it earlier, but we talked about the Texans-Jets matchup, and you won't believe who the commish pick this week. I'm what? right. What happened to Greg? I, well, he, you missed reverse. it. It's, it's not, he's doing some it's reverse, reverse psychology. Reverse psychology for reverse, reverse psychology. reverse psychology for the reverse Jets. That's what he said. That's what he claimed. Anyway, Every time so. I pick the Jets, they lose. So I'm picking the Texans, and we're going to win. All right, let's... It's the proverbial win-win situation. If he wins, he stays on top. If he doesn't win, the Jets win. So he's, win he's good way. to go either way. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's, let's go Panthers at the Saints in this next one. Saints lead the series 30-28. to 28. Um, And the last time the Saints won was back in September. It was in 2017. Uh, or excuse me, it was 20 to 17. The Saints are favored by five and a half. The over under is 37 and a half. Fred, who do you like in this one, Carolina and New Orleans? I, I picked New Orleans only because uh, at, at that moment they were the better team, but now I heard half the players are out. But uh, I, I still think New Orleans wins. Their defense is just better. And, and honestly, if they're going to keep up with the standings, they have to have to win today. No doubt about it. I, I love it. Uh, Justin, what do you say? Yeah, I agree with Fred. I think that if the Saints lose today, Dennis Allen might be on his way out. Um, this team is just free falled and has lost games it shouldn't have lost. I think Taysom Hill suits up. You know, Chris Olave will fight through the flu. And the the Saints are going to win this game. It might be close, but I, I don't think it's going to be a loss for them. I hope not. Oh, my God. If I pick the Panthers for two straight weeks and they win the week that I don't pick them, I'm going to fucking tear shit apart. <laughs> well, it's, you might be getting ready to tear some apart. Greg, um, I know you, you broke it earlier. But there is no Taysom Hill today, right? No Taysom Hill today from what I got. Um, what I, no Taysom Hill. But I still, I still think the, the Saints pull this out. I mean, you got the ultimate weapon. You got the best player on the field in Alva Kamara. Feed him. And I know Freddie loves that. He's loving that because I'm playing Freddie this week in the playoffs. But I think Kamar's going to have a good game. I think he's going to have a huge game. There's no one else to throw it to, right? So, and Panthers are just trash, bro. We don't know what's going on with them. So, I don't think whoever the Panthers play, I'm picking the other team. So, I'm going with the Saints. Panthers, very susceptible to the run. Um, so, I feel you in that. Um, but a little a little tough in the secondary, so they, you know, again, might just go ahead and, um, you know, run that, run it the whole time. But put the hammer down for the judge. We all like the Saints, yeah. I feel you. Dump, dump offs or it shouldn't be that big of a deal. All right, let's go to the next one. Colts at the Bengals. 
Uh, Colts lead the series overall 20 to 12. Last time they played was in 2020, and the Colts won 31 to 27. The Colts are favored by a point and a half, and the over-under is 43 and a half. Justin, who do you like? Uh, let's see. I think I took the Colts in this one. If I'm, oh no, I took the Bengals in this one. My bad. Uh, sorry, looking at my sheet over here, trying to take Taysom Hill out of my lineup. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. But uh, I'm gonna go with the Bengals this week. I think Jake Browning's got something to him, man. I I don't think this was a one week wonder. I think that he's got the weapons around him to kind of make him look good for another week. And this is gonna be one of those back and forth games that I suspect both quarterbacks are going to do good, which is kind of weird because Gardner Minshew and Jake Browning are like, what? But, you know, I think that they're both going to have an okay day. The defense on both sides kind of suck, and the weapons are the real deal. When you got Jamar Chase and Michael Pittman battling each other, you just know it's going to be a who's going to have a better week. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think that they just got a little bit more right now riding that high off of last week's game. I agree. OJ, what do you say? I mean, a lot of the things that, you know, Justin is saying about the Bengals, you can say about the Colts, man. They they had a strong win last week as well. And as many times if I counted out the Colts, they're pulling through. Like they're in the playoff hunt. And I'm just I just feel like, man, I'm not betting against them. The way they've been playing, the way Garden Mitchell's been showing up, Michael Pittman. And I know Ariel says she thinks Zach Moss is going to under 18 carries. But what about his receptions? What about, you know, catching it out of the backfield? So I think the Colts are going to pull it out. And I know who Freddie going to pick because, you know, Freddie's a down-low Colts fan. He certainly is. We know all about that. Fred, is that who you got? You know, I got the Colts, baby. Um, they they, they just been playing really good defense. My son's always in my ear. I've been paying attention to them a lot more lately. And, and I just like the way they've been playing football. So, um, I, I just think they have – I think the Bengals are more in disarray right now. And I, and I think the coach is just going to want this game more, to be honest with you. Justin, get your howling voice out. You're going to Wolf on this one. We all like the Colts, except for you, my friend. Uh, but I do agree with you. I like what they got cooking um, in Cincinnati. So it's going to be an interesting game. That's why I said I think it's going to be a low-key – um, she said it was ho-hum earlier. I think this actually might be a low-key fantasy bonanza game if you might want to watch out for one because these defenses are not very good. Um, all right, let's go to the next one, Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Um, now, this may this may be a real interesting one here. This series actually is tied 30-30. to 30. Um, The Falcons won back in October 16-13. to 13. Falcons are favored by two and a half. The line for this one, um, or sorry, the over-under is 40 and a half. Um, Greg, who do you like in this one? I went with the Falcons, man. I, I, I think they beat my team last week, and I see them getting Kyle Pitts a little bit more involved, and they're relying on B. John Robinson. So the Bucs had a good game last week, but I think the Falcons fly high this week and overcome the Bucs. Fly high, he says. What do you say, Fred? Who you like? I'm going with the Bucks. Um, I just said they're, they're evenly split. Um, right down the road when it comes to records, Atlanta already won the first one. The Bucks need a win to keep pace with them. I think they're like a game or two behind in the division. So I think actually, I think actually the Bucks pull it off today. All right. What do you think, Justin? And Baker, we trust. And Baker, we trust. I'm going with the Bucks. In Bay, I can't even believe people are saying. I mean, can we believe we've said that? But listen, gotta give the man his respect. He has played well this year. And Greg, same for you, my friend. Get your holly boy. 
voice ready. You are our lone wolf on this one this week. We all like Tampa, except for you, my friend. So good luck in that one. All right, let's go to the next one. The uh, war of attrition is what I like to call this one. Jaguars at the Browns. Um, Jaguars lead the series 12 to 6. Um, last time they played was in 2020. Browns won a thriller 27 to 25. Browns are favored by three um, over under 32 and a half. Fred, who do you like? I went with the Brownies even before. Uh, well, obviously, early in the week, Trevor Lawrence was hurt. But defensively, I, I think they're going to give him enough problems. But I don't think Trevor Lawrence is back to 100% at all. I think uh, ankle sprain is still an ankle sprain. I think they have time be, being mobile. And that defensive rush from the Browns are just amazing. So I'm going with the Browns. And I am shocked that the Jaguars are doing this. Like, listen, you got a lot to play for this year. Um, Browns are not the defense I would put my um, quarterback that's hobbled out there against. Um, and then you got the Ravens next week. That's probably, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're all important. Um, but I would at least rest him up a week. I think this is just not a good recipe. What do you say, though, Justin? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that also the loss of Christian Kirk is going to really hamper the way that this offense goes downfield. They're going to need a week or so to kind of adjust. I don't think this is the week or so that you want to kind of adjust because the Browns will stick to every receiver like glue. Um, and I think that, you know, like you guys were saying, like Trevor Lawrence, not having mobility today, having that bum ankle, that's not going to do you good when Miles Garrett is re was coming around the corner and ready to sack you. <laughs> this line is already proven to not be that great. I don't think it's going to get the job done today. And I think the Browns are going to surprise a lot of people. Greg, who you like? Well, I went with Jacksonville, man. They have something to play for. They're in the playoff hunt. And, and that's why Trevor Lawrence is playing because he he does uh -huh. not want to lose and, not, and his team is out of the playoffs. And I think they rely more on the run this week. You got ATN, you got Darius Johnson, you got Tank Bisbee to protect uh -huh. Trevor Lawrence. And Cleveland has been kind of in the mid against the you know running backs with the run game. So I'm going with Jacksonville. Win one from the Gipper, which is Trevor Lawrence. Run the ball. Travis ATN this week, Freddie. Watch out. I'm telling you, Freddie. Watch out. Yeah. They're going against that Browns defense. That's where, that, that's where this take is coming from, actually. This is more wishful thinking, I think. But get go ahead and get that voice going again, Greg, because you Ooh. once again – well, that's two long wolves for you. This is going to go one way or, or the other for sure. Um, so good luck to you this week. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, let's let's go to the next one. Lions at Bears. Bears lead the series overall 104-78-5. Um, actually, uh, three in, Lions have won three in a row. They won back in Dece uh, November, sorry, 31-26. to Lions favored by three over under 43-and-a-half. Forgot the order, but I think it's Justin. Who are you liking this one? Yeah, Lions keep getting those gimme games, and I think they're going to take this one with the Bears. Last time they almost lost to the Bears. That was so crazy. But I think that this time they try and lock it down in Chi-Town. So Lions all day long. Greg? Greg, is it? Is it time? Is it time? Yeah. It's time. Hammer that, that baby down. I did pick with everybody this time. Yeah. Hammer that baby down. Yeah, yeah. Check with Greg this week if we can hammer anything down for sure. All right. Well, uh, we hit the four o'clock game. So before we proceed any further, it's time for a little dingus, ding, 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 dingus word of the day. I always say it wrong. Here we go. This is the ding, ding, dingus pick of the week with your host. Well, hey, kids, it's your boy Chris Fox with some ho, 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 Merry Christmas cheer here. Last week, 
we got a little bit of bah humbug as all three of the guys I told you to sit ended up in the fantasy top 10. To include Joe Mixon, who despite only getting 68 yards, somehow finds the end zone two times against a team that only allowed three touchdowns to the running back position at any rate all year long. Well, that brings up today's dingus word of the week, and that is me, right? <laughs> well, let's talk more about that. In that same game, Trevor Lawrence goes down. Well, me, right? I got so many damn shares of Trevor Lawrence, I can own it. But the good news is, is that this week they play Cleveland, and only Stafford and Geno Smith have completed more than 15 passes, and both those times were on the road. Only Stafford and Lamar have even scored more than 15 points against the Browns. So if T-Law's going to be the third guy to do it with that bum ankle, ask Burrow how that works, then me, sit T-Law this week. Or whoever's queuing Jacksonville. And how about Nico Collins? The Jets' defense is number one versus wide receivers with fewest yards allowed, fewest TDs allowed by three, and most importantly, fewest fantasy points allowed to the position. So if Nico Collins isn't a must-sit this week, then fuck me. And how about Tony Pollard? It's going to be a great game, but... The Eagles' defense has only allowed three touchdowns to running backs, period, all year. They rank fifth in yards allowed to running backs, second in fantasy points, and aside from C-Mac last week, have allowed only one running back to go over 10 fantasy points since week one. So if Pollard does it, then yep, fuck me. But hey, we can talk all about that on that effing morning after show every Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. live here on the Fantasy Sports Corporation. If you don't want to lump a coal in your stocking this season, then listen to me, Chris Fox. Be safe, everybody. Gotta love Chris Fox. Um, that's why I said it was the word of the day instead of the pick of the week. Brad, welcome back, my friend. We haven't seen you show up in a minute. Good luck to your Bears today, and good morning to you. Sorry, I thought I pulled that up already. Again, good morning to you, my friend. We miss seeing you here in the comments section. And again, good luck to the Bears this week. All right, let's go to the 4 o'clock uh, lineup. And the uh, – sorry, i got to scroll down here. I don't know what the hell's next. Seahawks at 49ers. Um, lots of good games, actually, in the 4 o'clock slate today. Seahawks lead the series 30-21. to 21. Four in the row for the Niners. Back in November, they won 31-13. Uh, over under 46 and a half, 49ers by 10 and a half, maybe even no Gino today. Um, let's just go real quick to Justin. It's your team. Go ahead and drop that hammer for us. Yep, just drop it, guys. I don't have to say <laughs> anything else other than I am excited. There, there was few teams that get me up and ready to go in the morning, like playing the Seahawks. And, I mean, the Eagles did it for me last week, but guess what? Having back-to-back weeks? Oh, put that hammer down. Let's go. And 49ers, let's put that hammer down on Seattle. Let's show them who's the boss, motherfuckers. I know if you're watching on I the should, fantasy. I should have got that bleep. 
if you're watching on the fantasy sports court page, they're all over this matchup. I mean, just all, I had so many uh, comments and moderation alerts this week. It was unreal. Um, all right, let's go to the next matchup. The Vikings at the Raiders. Raiders lead the series 10 to 6. Um, Vikings have won two in a row in the series. Last time they played was in 2019. Um, they won 34 to 14. Over unders 40 and a half. Vikings by three. Greg, who you like? I think this is going to be a pretty good game, man. You got the pasture nut. You got Justin Jefferson returning. You got TJ Hawkinson. So, as you can see, I'm riding with the Vikings this week. I think they overcome the silver and black this week. I think Jacobs has a decent game, but I still think the Vikings pull it out. All right, Fred, who you like? Pick the Raiders. Um, I like the way they've been playing lately. They haven't been bad. They've been they've been you know winning games here and there. You know they're still fighting for the the, the wild card spot. And I just like Devontae Adams stepping up. He wants the ball. Give him the ball, man. That's how you win this game. Um, due to time, I'll go ahead and cut because we'll just uh, cut Justin off on this one. It's not a hammer. We're split on this one. Um, I actually like the Raiders as well in this matchup, um, only because my only thing was I feel like the Pasternot is coming down to earth um, and just didn't. It's, we're starting to show signs of that. This, this, and this Raiders D has been pretty good, not for nothing as well. And they're at home. So that was uh, all of that. All right. Um, let's go next one. Broncos at Chargers. Broncos lead the series 71-55-1. They split last year. Uh, Chargers won 19-16 OT. Denver won 31-28. The over-under is 43.5. Chargers are favored by 2.5. Fred, who you like? Uh, I went with the Chargers. The same thing, like I said last week, Staley has to win to keep his job. Um, I think they beat the Broncos again. They suffered a, a loss last week, and I think this is where they start flying out. Chargers going to win the game. Justin, how do you like? Uh, Broncos, and I'll start the chant. Fire Staley. Bum, 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 bum. Fire Staley. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with the Fire Staley chant. Um, and I have actually been riding these hot Broncos as well, but I'm off the train again with Fred. I can't even believe it. I hate the way these graphics keep looking because I'm on the yeah. train with Fred again this week. I like the Chargers surprise this Broncos team that, quite frankly, is just so helter-skelter. I just can't find anything I can believe in. Not to say that the Chargers are anything, but, you know, it is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Greg, Greg, you got to love that the top dogs are agreeing with each other because you know, that's why we're top dogs. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You're, you got to teach them, Justin. You got to show them the way. We'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens next week. Let's get into these big matchups. Bills at the Chiefs. Bills lead the series 28-24-1. and Last time they played was in 2022. Bills won 24-20. Chiefs are favored by a point and a half. The line is 48 and a half. Greg, who you like? I like the Chiefs, and I think losing Pacheco is a blessing in disguise because McKinnon is coming back. And at the end of the season last year, Mahomes was feeding McKinnon like it was nothing. So I think the Chiefs pulled this out. They always have the Bills card. Chiefs, baby. Um, Brad uh, feels bad for the Chargers. Always a great team, Ned, never doing anything. Yes, 100%. I was feeling that way. Not anymore. All right, Fred, what do you say, my friend? Who are you liking this one? Fantasy Bonanza, they both go for five touchdowns apiece, uh, except for uh, Allen throws one more, then it runs one more in them and home. So he gets six. Chiefs go and win all day. Let's go. Of course you say that. And, and ally, analyzing their own game, funny enough. Justin, who you like? Chiefs Kingdom crumbles this week, and they figure out how oh. old and how overused they've been. 
Jarek McKinnon coming back, that doesn't do anything for me. Jarek McKinnon's been in the league for like nine fucking seasons, and he's barely done shit. You know, he had four good weeks last year, and then that's it. So I'm not going to put my money on Jarek McKinnon. I think this team is starting to get really old, and Patrick Mahomes, they're starting to really let him down. Congratulations, Pat. You made a lot of money, but now your team's going to start sucking in the next three years. Damn. Not salty at all. That's how personal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I sound a little bit, but but just like you said, the top dogs got to stick with each other. I do like the Bills as well in this matchup. I feel like they just need it and want it more. Um, I don't, you know, we'll see. It's a, either way, this is a win win for me. Whoever loses is going to be good for America's team. So we're good with that. Let's go to the next good matchup of the day Eagles at Cowboys. Cowboys lead the series 73 56 and zero. Eagles won back in November 28 23. I actually watched the replay this morning because I was up early over under, and this one's 51 and a half. And the Cowboys are favored by three and a half. Fred, who are you liking this one? I like the Cowboys. I think they're, they're going to stop the stop the foolishness. They're going to the Eagles. Dak Prescott has been playing good football, really good football. I mean, it, it, look, every it has to come to a, a time when the Cowboys are going to actually win against the Eagles, and today's that day. Watch, watch out. He said today is that day. Justin, you think it's today or that day? Yeah, yeah. They split last year, too. You know, it, it's always a home field advantage thing with these two teams. They're always kind of really similar. So I think this week the Cowboys make that 15 in a row at home. What do you think, Greg? I'm screwed. I picked the Cowboys and Justin and Freddie picked the Cowboys. I'm screwed. As you know, I am not sleeping on no couch. But I do like the Eagles in this matchup. You know, bounce back from last week and bear from last week. Um, that was the worst thing for the Cowboys for them to get embarrassed like that because I think this Eagles team is going to come in with something to prove this week. That's why I like them to win this matchup. All right, let's finish up the Monday Nighters. I didn't want to spend too much on this one. Uh, Packers at the Giants. Oh, Packers God. Series 34-22. Giants, uh, Giants, last time they played, actually won. It was in 2022. They won 27-22. Uh, over under for this is 37. Packers are favored by six. And a half. Justin, who do you like? And hammer it down. Yep. With uh, with Fred on this one, go Pack Go. All of us like the Packers. Uh, Giants just don't have enough, unfortunately. And I like the Packers D a lot um, in this particular matchup. All right, let's go to the other Monday night game. It's America's team uh, facing the Tennessee Titans. Dolphins lead the series 21 to 18. Last time they played was in 2022, and the Titans won 34 to 3. Get ready for the fucking opposite, bitch. The over-under is 46 and a half. Dolphins are favored by 13 and a half. Um, I'll go ahead and just save you all the, the breath. We are hammering this motherfucker down for America's team. The Miami Dolphins keeping that number one seed in the AFC. Uh, Brad says Miami America's team, 49ers, the Lord's team, and Green Bay, the ref's team. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We got to make a T-shirt about that. <laughs> All right, well, before we head out for Fantasy Jesus, we got a couple of uh, questions we got to answer. Let me mute Fred because it's loud as hell. And let's get to the mailbag real quick. You've got mail.
Fred was like, yo. Yeah, no, he was he's like, yo, I'm drinking, bro. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's he's got go the look apple at crown going, bro. He's he's ready. He's lit already. <laughs> I know. I can see the smile on his face. He was stumbling a little bit with his words there. I was like, okay, here we go. It's early as can it. All right, let's get to some of these questions. So we got we got fantasy Jesus. We got at 10. Let's go. Uh, this is a Christmas edition. So Justin, the North Pole Ninja, Brock Purdy versus Seattle or Jordan Love at the Giants. Ooh. Uh, you know, I'll go Brock Purdy versus Seattle because I think it'll be more of a game. You know, Jordan Jordan Love at the Giants is just going to be it's going to be a massacre, man. I, I think they'll run the ball more than anything. The Packers need to get the run game going. They need to get A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones. They need to get them across the red zone. So I think that this game is going to be more in favor of Brock Purdy. No, I like that a lot. Let's go to the Yuletide coup. It's uh, Garner Minshew at Cincinnati or Jake Browning versus Indianapolis. Listen, Jake Browning had a great game last week, but I don't think he's going to repeat that again. So I'm going to slightly go with Garner Minshew. I like his weapons a lot more. I like Michael Pittman. I like Zach Moss getting, you know, something out of the backfield. I don't see Browning having that repeat performance again. Defenses are going to lock in on him. And I think Minshew has a better game. Slightly. I like it. I like it. I like it. Let's go to the Sugar Plum Peyton. Damian Pierce at the Jets or A.J. Dillon at the Giants? Ooh. So I'm going to go with, I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up here. I'm going to say, you know what? Let's go with A.J. Dillon at the Giants. I really think that this game, I'm going to hammer down what I just said. I think this game is going to be all about getting that run game going for the Packers. They've needed it. This is a team that depends so much on the run game to open up play action. Going with A.J. Dillon this week. I like it, Greg. Let's go to Tua's Tinseltown with Zach Charbonnet at San Francisco or Jerome Ford versus Jacksonville. Well, Charbonnet is going to be sharing that backfield with Kenneth Walker. And did you see what the Niner defense did to Philly's run game last week? Are you crazy? Go Ford. Do not play around with Zach Charbonnet sharing the backfield with Kenneth Walker and that nasty Niner defense. Go Ford. Brad's got a um, – looks like this must be a flex question. And damn, Brad, what are you in a, a six-team league? He wants Mike Evans or Joe Mixon. What do you say, uh, Justin? Justin, you know? Oh, you know what? With the play that Joe Mixon's had, I guess I'd have to, I'd have to go with Joe Mixon, you know? It's it's one of those things I, – I didn't like Joe Mixon, but he's been getting touchdowns. You can't deny touchdowns. And then on the other side, Mike Evans got to deal with A.J. Terrell, who's actually a really good corner in this league. I actually think Mike Evans does the under this week on his yards. He actually did well um, last time they played, but you're right. Um, this Atlanta secondary actually a little bit, you know, underrated as well overall. So I do like, you know, and again, we talked about that earlier. I like Mixon in this matchup against the uh, Colts. So, yeah, I go with Mixon this one. Um, let's go to Kelsey, my bad, Kelsey's Krampus. Um, Greg, DeAndre Hopkins at Miami or Cooper Cup at Baltimore? Hmm. Man, this is a tough one, man. But you know what? I'm gonna go with D Hop just just because you know Tennessee has to catch you know keep up pace with Miami. Um, I don't think Derrick Henry's gonna have that many carries this week because you got to keep pace with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, you got to throw the ball to keep up with Tyreek Hill. So yeah. <laughs> Tyreek Hill's a beast this year, bro. Jesus. Santa Swift Slay, Jaden Reed at New York Giants, or Brandon Cooks versus Philly? 
Uh, I like this one. This is a, uh, for me, it's, do you want quantity over quality? I think Brandon Cooks can get that over the top for you, while Jaden Reed can get that five to 10. So I'm always the quantity type of guy. I like to have that guaranteed points. So I'll go Jaden Reed with uh, Christian Watson out today. Yeah, one of those ceiling high for Brandon Cooks uh, in this matchup. Could be some couple bombs in this one. But again, you got a safer floor with Jaden Reed all day long. So I totally agree with you there. Um, ju- uh, excuse me, Greg. Dax 9, Dancing Ladies, Elijah Moore versus Jacksonville, Gabe Davis at KC, or Brees Hall versus Houston. Well, Elijah Moore, I'm not I'm not trusting him too much. That weather in New York, man, with Bruce Hall versus Houston, but I low-key like Gabe Davis with against Kansas City, but the secondary is kind of tough. And Gabe Davis can be bust. I'm gonna go with Gabe because I know Breeze Hall has an ankle injury this week and he's been trugging through that with that marshy weather out there is gonna be kind of tough. I'm gonna go with Gabe Davis against Kansas City. I like it. Justin, CD, Lambs, a leaping. Jordan Addison, um, I guess I didn't put him at where he was. Uh, go, uh, Las Rangers. Vegas. Yeah, go at at Le- Las Vegas. Don Kincaid at KC or JSN at San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to go with Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid, even though Dawson Knox is back, Dalton Kincaid is by far the better of the DKs at the tight end position. Um, and then, you know, JSN, he had a good game against San Francisco last time. I still think he'll probably do good this time. But Dalton Kincaid is almost guaranteed five and almost 80 yards. So if he throws a touchdown in there, that's 20 points. That's an all-star pick right there. Go with mm. Dalton Kincaid. Love it. I love it. All right, Justin Cooper's Candy Cups. It's Evan Ingram at Cleveland or Isaiah Likely versus the Rams? Uh, likely. It's it's crazy, but, like, I, I really putting into the whole Trevor Lawrence has a bum ankle statement here and i think isaiah likely has his first breakout game this week all right greg let's let's finish it up with the holiday hail mary jags versus cleveland or packers at the packers packers at new york I mean, yeah, uh, Coop, were you eating some gummies this morning when you made Listen, bro, bro. listen, that's got a lot to do. All right? <laughs> you can cut me a little slack here, making up these yeah. fucking names. I mean, come on. Listen, man. Making up these fucking names. Packers. He gave it away. <laughs> Listen, it's our secret. Oh no! I picked up the Packers defense on the waiver wire just for the playoffs this week. So mm-hmm. I'm going with the Packers against that sorry Giants offense, and it's going to be in, in New York, and it's going to be nasty weather. Green Bay's defense been stepping up. That's a great pick to go with Packers against New York, not against Green Bay. Yeah, so pissed. Uh, I thought for sure. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get up early and get this get this Packers D in. I get up early, and then this motherfucker puts the waiver wire request in. I've been listening. I've held on to that waiver wire request all year long. I have been number one all year long. And just in case something happens in the playoffs, I wanted to keep it, so I didn't want to use it for the Packers D. But damn, I should have, because man, I love their matchups going down the stretch too. You can't do. All right, well, you know, I know it's early, guys. Speaking of get up early and lots of things to do, I haven't gotten been able to get to church. So you know how we do church here. We put our hands together and we pray with Fantasy Jesus. Let's check it out. 
I'm here to save your fantasy rosters. Welcome in everybody. This is your Fantasy Jesus here to give you five week 14 picks for DFS. Let's get started with Justin Fields. Justin Fields last time he played the Lions. He went for 104 yards on the ground, 169 yards through the air, and a touchdown. Love that for him this week. Love for him to put up another 24-point game. Put him in as one of your cheaper high-end QB options. Then we got David Montgomery. Same game, different reasons. Revenge game, part two. That's right, he went to Detroit so he could kick the Bears' butt twice in a season. And guess what? Last time he went for 100 yards and a touchdown. I like those odds again this week. The Lions really love to go run that two-headed monster, and I think David Montgomery is an excellent pick this week. Then we're going to go to the receiver. Racy Rice, back-to-back games, eight catches, show out, son. Everybody else is dropping passes. Racy Rice is catching them. Go with Racy Rice this week in what should be a good shootout in Kansas City. And then we got the tight end position. Isaiah Likely, man, there's likely a chance that the fantasy gods are telling me that Isaiah Likely is going to get his first touchdown of the season. That's right. I love the odds of Baltimore having a smash win over the Rams and getting everybody involved. That includes Isaiah Likely taking over that Mark Andrews role. Put him in your DFS lineup as your tight end. Finish it out. Houston Texans, they get the gift that keeps on giving. The Jets offense, Zach Wilson running in. Last week, they made Russell Wilson, who was a streaky quarterback, look bad. Three interceptions, three sacks. This week, I don't know how you can get much better than that, but Zach Wilson will definitely try. I think that this week is the perfect week to start the Houston Texans as your DFS defense. This has been your Fantasy Jesus, and may your lineup be blessed. I'm not sure who to start this week. Trust in your savior. Trust in your savior, indeed. All right, week 14, gentlemen, good luck, um, and good luck to your teams. I know, well, for the Jets, the season's over, uh, but for the Niners, I know it's always big. So, Well, well you, you already said good luck to the Jets because that's your pick. That's you true. I, so I guess maybe, maybe that's my reverse psychology. Oh, <laughs> All right, guys, so have a good Sunday. We appreciate you guys for joining us again. All of you for joining us. Brad, by the way, you are now answered to win the Jester sack as well. So thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate all of you again. Good luck. And we are out.